I can go into full cog mode and try to be as efficient as possible. Like, that's how I gamify things. Welcome back to In Residence. I'm Keith. And I'm Laura. Hey, Laura. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing. What have you been up to this week? I got the opportunity to hang out with my sister over Thanksgiving, and we had the opportunity to go shopping and also got to spend uh, the day uh, yesterday making lefsa, which was a lot of fun. And then we had a parents' night out. Yes, we did. Starting to become a regular thing. It is. I'm not sure what to do with myself. <laughs> we had a good meal, had some good drinks, and mm-hmm. got to hang out and have some good conversation. I got to see an old-fashioned be smoked, which I had never seen before. Me either. That was fascinating. They, like, put it in this little glass chamber and, yeah. like, pump smoke into it. Could you tell the difference? You could smell it, obviously. Like, it yeah. added a little, a little something. It kind of felt like you were by a fire. You know, like, by, <laughs> so I, I see I see mm-hmm. why people might, why, why he offered. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And just for the record, did you go with brandy old-fashioned or whiskey old-fashioned? Brandy. Okay. There you go. What have you been up to? Not a whole lot. Just trying to, on the mend, I'm still feeling the cold a little bit. Like, we're, we're, we're recording this close to like the last recording, um, just so that we can get it in before some things come up. Uh, you, like, you got some traveling and stuff going on. You have some, some work schedule travel um, I'm doing. But I'm doing better, and, you know, so working on the podcast, and things around the house, you know? So, nothing too big for me, but it's just, yeah, I've been... You know, I've been taking it easy, so I have some recommendations later that I'll get into, but we'll save that. Sounds good. All right. What are we going to talk about today? So today we're going to talk about goals and how to achieve our goals by gamifying our approach to goal. Goal. I'm trying to think what the word is. Is it achievement? Like goal achievement. Yeah. Goal <laughs> achievement. I'm like, what is, what is the word for striving towards your goals? Achievement. Yes. And so... The reason why we're talking about this, uh, we have been working our way through John Acuff's book, All It Takes is a Goal. And there's a a part of the book all about how do you work towards your goals by gamifying it, by making it fun. And as we were driving back from our vacation over in Green Bay, watching the Packers Chargers game, Keith and I were talking about it and we got into a really good discussion, I thought, because I was a little, um, I don't know if the word is uncomfortable with gamifying because I couldn't quite understand what that meant and what it looked like. But I also could understand the power of what gamifying could do. So for those of you that listened to the previous episode, we were in an Airbnb, we had this amazing game basement essentially. Yeah. And there was one night that I spent, (laughs) I don't even know how long I spent, but there was an old school video game thing with like joysticks and right. Arcade machine. Arcade machine. And it wasn't old school. It was a new one, but it It had the, but it had the old Old school games on it. So I spent hours. Is that an overstatement? Hours. No, I was waiting for hours for my turn. (laughs) Playing Tetris because, well, one, Spoiler, I am really good at Tetris and Dr. Mario. I've spent a lot of time playing Dr. Mario and Tetris. I'm very good at it. As a kid. As a kid, yes. (laughs) So I can beat most people at either one of those. So this this video game machine had Tetris. What what would you call it? Arcade Arcade machine. Arcade machine, sorry. Arcade console. I don't know. It's just the way you said video game machine just sounded so square. Yes. Well, I am kind of square sometimes. <laughs> but the the vid- the arcade machine, yep, learning, um had Tetris. And so I was playing it and once I finally got the buttons down, I was playing and Keith was playing the Star Wars pinball machine and the boys and grandma and grandpa were playing pool and all of those things. Yeah. I kept playing it and I was not dying. Like I had three hearts and I continued to have three hearts for a long, long time. And I remember Keith, you're like, I'm going to play after you. I'm like, cool. I did not die for so long that you went and you're like, hey, mom, I, Laura's, Laura's not sharing the machine with me. Uh, no, it was mom. <laughs> Laura's not letting me play. 
it wasn't that I wasn't letting him play. It's that you got to be able to like work through your whole turn. Right. And yeah. Um, and I had to work through my emotions. You did. You did. And you <laughs> sat there and I think you brought me a beer. That was very nice of you. Yeah. And so I kept going and going and going. And this is probably not the best high score. I have no idea, but I had like 60,000 points by the end of it. I'm like, yes. So anyway, I, I, I'm saying all that because you know those games that you're really good at that just catch your attention, that keep you going. Even if you have two hearts left and somebody else is like, hey, I want to play right now. And you're like, <laughs> no, I'm going to keep going because I think I can get to 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000 points. So I understand the draw of gamifying and what games can the power of games. The power right? of games, yeah. right? Yeah. But when it comes to gamifying your goals, I was struggling a little bit, and it seemed like you had a better sense of how that works and possibly how it works for you to do that. I was intrigued by that because I hadn't heard you talk about that before. So that is my long way, long, long way of saying I thought, we thought it might be interesting to talk about goal achievement and how gamifying may or may not help you work through and achieve your goals. When we were driving back across Wisconsin, and I was sharing that I wasn't quite sure how gamifying goals would work and how that showed up, because I haven't always had success with that. And we can talk about maybe that in a bit. Mm -hmm. But but it sounded like you have used gamifying to achieve goals. And I was really interested in that. So can you talk a little bit about how that shows up for you, how you use that power of gamifying to have you achieve things? I thought it was really an interesting perspective that you brought. Well, I think what you're talking about is how I, the gamification I do like I'm thinking of like when I'm in the kitchen or laundry dishes kind of stuff. I lean into how efficient can I be? How much of a cog, like assembly line? Like I have experience doing that kind of work. Like I worked in the kitchen for many years as, you know, a teenager through my twenties, almost mid twenties. And then later like in a cabinet shop. Right. And it was like, how efficient can you be in everything that you're doing? Right. Cause that creates more profit. Right. And I've said it before. It's like, there's something meditative about doing that kind of work but not for like the long term. <laughs> but so for when it's things like making a dish in the kitchen, right? Like if I'm chopping onions and carrots and celery to put in like the stock pot, right? I'll try to like, how precise can I be? That's my gamification. Cause it's, it's a little subjective, right? Cause it's not like a score, but, but it also makes me think if I'm trying to pick up, I might try to make baskets with stuff. I'm either thrown in, in the laundry basket or in like the garbage can in <laughs> I know you've seen me throw stuff at the garbage and you're like, what you like? You kind of, your it kind of makes your head, head, you know, what are you doing? And you're like, what's that? I'm like, I wanted to see if I could make it in, you know? So I just try to have a little fun with it. But so to me, the kind of trying to be super precise is oddly kind of fun sometimes. But the, the, the tricky thing is we've also seen the other side of me where I, I, that turns into a weakness of mine where I, it, it causes me to hesitate and delay. Right? You over index. Yeah. Sure. And so so I think that's why when it's okay to do that, because you want all the vegetables to cook at the same time, right? In the in the in the pan. Can I actually get them a quarter of an inch with a knife? Not with like some unitasker kitchen tool that if you just take a little extra time, you'll do it better by hand anyway, you know. So yeah, I lean into that sometimes because it but like even saying it, I'm like, oh, it sounds so unsatisfying. Like I would I don't want that to be my life. I don't want that to be my work. But I can I can go into that mode sometimes, and it's oddly satisfying to me sometimes. You know, it's interesting though as you're talking. So my sister was here, right, and her family, mm -hmm. and one of our nephews, child one, her child one, her child one was working through. So my mom brought out this game of um, it's called it was called uh, Peg Solitaire. Okay. So it was, it was like this game that had, it was like a big X. I'm thinking of like, kind of like a cribbage board, but like it's sort of, shaped but it was like an X rows. and it was like a three by three squares on the end and a 
three by three square in the middle, and you start with an empty spot in the middle. And the goal is to jump oh, either yeah, horizontal yeah. or vertically yeah. and end up with one peg. Yeah. I got it down to three, which is pretty dang good. And it was it's from like the 1950s. It's from my grandma's house. By this morning when I went over to have breakfast and hang out a little bit, child one had figured out how to do it and memorized <laughs> the routine because you have to do it in a specific order and memorize and perfect it to win at the game. And so so when you were talking about your how you approach housework and you approach cooking and things like that, that reminded me a little bit of how do I become more efficient so I end up and win the game with one peg. Right. And not just simply continue to end up with three or six or seven pegs randomly all over the board, but actually win at the game. And so that's reminding me a little bit of you and how you approach some of those things. Uh, yeah. Well, well, what about you? Do you have any examples where, where you do it and it's successfully? Because it's not like you were saying like you haven't had success when you've tried to mm. do things like that. or So success? I mean, I'm not trying to put words no, in your mouth. It's no, just no, that's no. kind of what it sounded like. So when I was thinking about the goal setting, the one thing that I was thinking towards was health and wellness type goals. Uh, specifically, one thing I was thinking around was so just a little while ago, I had um, worked into a routine of training. So I was able to run a 10K and I was in really good shape. And I kind of let that fizzle away. Which is frustrating, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. But to try and get that back, I've tried a whole bunch of different things where it's like, oh, I'll just put a calendar and I'll get to X them out, you know, and maybe that's not a game, but X them out so I can see that I finish them, like my training runs. Or um, something I've tried, this is a long time ago. If I do a training run, I get to put a dollar in a jar. And at the end of when I run my 10K, then I can use the money that I I collected through each of my training runs to be able to um, buy a new piece of clothes or to go out and celebrate at like a steakhouse or, you know, something. And so, so I've done things like that, but I don't know if that's really gamifying, but it kind of is. Right. It's, it's creating an incentive, right? Yeah. And so I don't know I don't know if I've been very successful at figuring out how to gamify something where I don't just let it collect dust after about five yeah. to well ten days. I don't know if what I said was really gamifying it either. It was more of like holding myself to a standard. <laughs> right. So I don't even know. No, but you I do think you create like a sense of play with it. Yeah. And I okay. don't know if that that's part of the gamifying piece, but you do create the sense of, I wonder if I can do it faster. I wonder if yeah. I can do it more efficient. And that sounds, that sounds a little like a drag to some people, I'm yeah. sure. But for yeah. you, that lights you up. Yeah. I mean, cause like when I was a kid <laughs> and I would play Sega or something, I would, there was like an X-Men two game and I could run through a level I figured out how to get through levels fast and it was almost like I could just jump from place to place and I wouldn't have to like break stride or stuff. So things like that. So it's, there's something about the efficiency of it that, that really, it's so interesting that I'm kind of hardwired for that. You know, <laughs> do you think, so I'm thinking like growing up our childhood, yeah, right. We played Mario. Yeah. If you got to a certain place, you could warp right to what was it four four and then, and then four, four to ten eight, nine eight eight. Oh my gosh <laughs> i feel like i'm betraying my generation nah but there's these places that you can warp and if you actually decide to try and go through and like get to six you're like where am i yeah right like it, it looks it. weird because yeah. you haven't done it yeah. because you knew all of the efficient ways to work through that board to beat the game and i get that and then another part of me is thinking like but isn't the process isn't like the isn't like the journey the point kind of thing it's like maybe i maybe i like why wasn't i the kid that was looking to to complete the completionist right i did every level you know but is that the perfection i'm not sure i don't i i, I didn't feel that 
I'm wondering, I mean, I feel that kind of stuff now, but back then I didn't. That's interesting that you said the perfection. Right? Because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The perfectionism crept in maybe a little later. Or was the perfectionism that you were able to get through it in yeah. the shortest amount it's, of time it's, possible? It's subjective, I guess. That's yeah. kind of a subjective thing, but yeah. Interesting. But like thinking, like going to, like I think about like a 5K. Right. So I want, I want to run a 5k. That's kind of my goal right now. Yeah. So over the winter, what I want to do is I want to train. I'm going to train indoors. The, the other 5k's and 10k's I've ran have been outdoors. I've trained outdoors. It's been spring and summer and fall, done them outdoors. And it's all kind of fizzled when I have to come in and face a tread treadmill. Yeah. And there's (laughs) snow on the ground now. There's snow on the ground. Yep. It snowed today. So there's snow on the ground and rowing and weightlifting is great. Those are some of the things I really enjoy doing, but I do really want to get back to the place where I'm able to run a 5k in a comfortable, comfortable way at a time that I'm not like, oh, (laughs) that's more of like a time that would be if I walked it. (laughs) Yeah. Was that something that we talked about before? Because I think so. I ran. I ran in yeah. high school. Uh, funnily enough, I did. I did track for like two seasons. I did cross country junior and senior year, and that competitive part of me, you know, I was always, you know, I was not the fastest kid by any stretch of the imagination, but I was always, you know, racing against my time. And I remember when you started becoming a runner. Yeah. That was kind of foreign to you. It, it felt like, like, I oh, know, yeah. I mean, I know you're competitive, but like you, you did tennis. Yeah. You know, it was different. Though. It's different. Tennis is and, short sprints. Yeah. I mean, you have to be in really good condition. Yeah. But it's short sprints. But I remember, I remember talking to you or I, like, I, we were having a conversation and I was like, well, you just have to time yourself. And you, you were like, I don't want to, or so, it was something like no, that. I like, didn't because you wanted to know how, I'm like, what, what are your my split? splits were. Yeah, what, what your I have no split? idea what a split was, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But I do know because I was starting to just do timed runs. I really, I mean, of saying like, okay, your training run today is 10 minutes. It's yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. It's 20 minutes. It's 30, Oh, and I was right? like, how far did you go? And you're like, no, I just did this many minutes. I'm just minutes. doing this many minutes. I'm like, okay. I'm like, like well, how are you, you going to tell where the improvement is? <laughs> you're like, it's not about that. It's about actually just yeah. doing it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to be really vulnerable right now because I don't, I, I wasn't planning on admitting this, but um, in November, a long time ago, I signed up for uh, a 5K, a 10K, and a 13 mile through Disney virtual run. So I've done a lot of Disney virtual runs, 5Ks, 10Ks. I've completed them all until this November. So um, I had a 5K. My medal is here. I have a 10K medal. I have a 13 mile medal. And then I have my figment medal, which I really... So here, so this is maybe gamifying. Mm-hmm. I wanted that figment medal. Right. So for those of you that know Disney World and know Epcot Center, I can't even remember what the ride is. It's Imagination. imagination yeah. But it's um, Figment. Yeah. And it's this purple, purple dinosaur, dragon. right? He's a dragon. This, a dragon? Is he a dragon? Maybe he is a dragon. Okay. So this purple. Tell us in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Somebody tell us in the comments. But he's this purple dragon. I'll say dragon. I'll go with Keith. He's normally pretty right on those things. And so I could get a medal, a figment, if I did the 10K and the 13 mile in the same weekend, then I would get this bonus medal with figment on it. I went for it, but I didn't go for it. Does that make sense? Like I signed up for it in like May or whenever it opened. Yeah. And I was not in any state to run a 10K or more back to back. I just wasn't. So, so I'm being vulnerable sharing that. Because the game part of it got me to sign up for these races. And now here I am with medals and shame Mm. around these medals that I don't deserve to put on my wall with my other medals. They're not on the wall. They are not on the wall. They are in the box. You're waiting. In my closet. I put them in my closet today. (laughs) Oh, no. I put them in my closet today. I know. I know. 
but I want to earn them before I put them on my wall. Does that make sense? Like, I mean, I'm not going to put them on my wall if I didn't actually run it. Yeah. I'm just not. I feel like a fraud by even just having them in the house. But, but I think that's the thing that I want to work towards. And I don't think I've told you that. I mean, not not in a while. Not in a while. I I mean, we've talked. You know. I think we've talked. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to try and figure out how to complete some of those on a treadmill. That's my goal. Yeah. Well, you can. That means I maybe should start using the treadmill. Yeah. And not just the rowing machine. You can figure out a way to gamify it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, So tell me how. How do I do that? What are the length of the races? A 5K, a 10K, and then also a 13 mile. Okay. So you know a distance. Yeah. And it's, you know, you can. I mean, they have a training plan on Disney.com. I could download that and I could pin it up by the treadmill. Yeah. I mean, get after it. I don't know. I haven't (laughs) trained to run in a long time. Just get after it. (laughs) And I know this seems silly. But it's also like that excuse monster coming in. Because I'm also thinking like, okay, so you have these races that you want to train for. Do you train in the morning? Do you train in the evening? When mm-hmm. I was running my races before, I was training in the evening. Yeah. After work two days a week and then a and long now, run on the, mo- on the weekend. in the afternoon. <laughs> right. But if I'm doing it on the treadmill, it shouldn't matter. Right. I did try and do it in the morning last winter. That didn't go so well. So I'm worried okay. about waking up the house. We're we're talking about like how do you how do you kind of motivate yourself, right? And yeah. we've talked about so well, that's not action. really gamifying, right? But but so how do you how do you do that? Because it's not about a high score; it's about something different, you know? Right. Well, and quite honestly, like I'm in good enough shape, I probably could have walked those. Oh yeah, or did a walk run, right? Yeah. It probably could have, but I didn't Yeah, because I wanted to run them. Oh. <laughs> I know that sounds so silly, right? Well, mm, it sounds typical oh. That's not, oh. of people. Am I typical? No, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds yeah. like, well, I can't do it the way I want to, so I won't even start. Yeah, that's fair. I will say, so there's a podcast I listen to called Not Your Average Runner, and uh, she talks a lot about if you're running, you're a runner. If you walk and run, you're running. Mm-hmm. To try and take out the shame from not being, uh, what's a good what's a good time on a mile? I don't even know. Because I'm like I mean, a 12 to 14 minute miler, right. typically. And that's basically walking right like people would say like some a, people yeah, would say it's basically yeah. walking i mean they they broke the four minute mile i mean that's like so a Olymp- say, what does an average person do 10 probably six six i mean the young fairly like i've always been a big guy i when i ran the mile as a young kid right in, in, in high school and same with like my my splits for cross country like six minutes was like my best Mm. like 613 or something dang okay so like i'm never gonna that's not gonna happen i I have no i have no intent of ever wanting to really do that it just it's it all just depends on the person i think yeah and you never know like that's why i was like oh well what's your split because then you can work on the the easy part of that is oh it was if it was 13 minutes okay how do i get under 13 minutes and i do think that I'll be able to get my splits. I don't know if I can do it. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Sorry. I'm getting way in the weeds of the mechanisms mm-hmm. of how to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I think I think I'll be able to dig in maybe and make some progress on this. Maybe it's even just knowing that those metals exist. Maybe it's taking them back out of the closet, even though I put them in the closet and putting them somewhere where I can see them. Yeah, I mean, so I'm working towards them. I don't know. I mean, to me, it what's interesting is we're we're talking about this gamification thing, and part of me is thinking it's a little more simple, and it's you simply just need to confront the goal. I just need to start working towards and it, right? hold yourself accountable, responsible, all those things, you know. And then as you're doing that, when you're feeling, where do you put the tired kind of thing, right? <laughs> right. And then that to me, like, that's the game. Like, what are the techniques I can use to keep myself going? Yeah. Is maybe something to lean into. So can I tell you, this is making me think of, so on our drive home. 
Yeah. You were talking a little bit about Simon Sinek. Yeah, because we yeah you were talking about this, and that got me thinking about you said something, and like oh that made me think of his Infinite Game, right? Which is and a- the reason why I'm I'm throwing it out there, and I want you to explain what this is more. But I thought when I ran my first 10k, and when I ran my multiple 5ks, right, and another 10k, I thought that I had arrived as a runner, and I had achieved my goal. Mm-hmm. But I am still working towards, I didn't arrive and stay there, right? Like I didn't achieve and was done with that. Like it is something that is a constant, continual thing I'm working, need to work towards right? and invest in to continue to show up and achieve that, right? And be that. Right. So long term, right? So to get, so to get back in this, so we were, we were driving back from a football game. Right. And I don't know exactly what we were talking about that got me thinking of this, but it's probably me saying, I en- so I enjoy watching sports. I enjoy games. And, but I also don't want to care so much. Like, I don't want to, I don't want it to. <laughs> you af- say that a lot. I don't want to care so I don't much. want it to affect my mood when yeah. my team, quote unquote, loses. Yeah. But if I'm going to say that, then it can't affect me so much when they win either kind of thing. And I kind of like that. I kind of like balancing that and and for me that's something to kind of to ponder and pursue a little bit and and think about but back to the the simon sinek thing the reason i know some of these things is from his book the infinite game and then that came out of him finding james Carse's book finite and infinite games so i was talking to you about a finite game is like the football game right it's got two two opponents Four uh, quarters. No, well, oh. yeah, a, a, a set amount of okay. time. Uh, like <laughs> games have. So in general, yeah, like there's there's at least two two players for finite. You know, in, in Simon Sinek, he explains this way better. But there's rules. There's you know, or regulations if you want to. But to boil it down, it's the way I think about it. It's finite is more short term, and like you were saying, long term is more. That's an infinite game, right? And I was telling you, like, finite games, there's winners and losers, where the infinite, there's there's no winners, no losers. It's just you stop playing when you run out of steam kind of thing. You run out of resources. And he goes in the first, maybe, chapter of the book explains this really well. And he's talking about it as in leadership and in business and, and things like that. But the, I think I said, like, I gave you the example, like you, you, we don't win at marriage. <laughs> like you're constant. It's a collaboration. <laughs> it's, <true. laughs> it's a, it's a collaboration, right? Yeah. And so when I think of that stuff, I was just, I was just talking about that because I thought it went, must've gone hand in hand with like goals and gamifying. And, and I was probably talking about how I, I want to be better at my long-term vision, my long-term arc and like my patience and and being able to set things up because the things that you and I talk about, like for projects is we're looking for community and to create connections. And that's like an intimate thing. Like it's just something you're always doing, but there also is a time and space for me to go watch a baseball game, a hockey game, football. Like I like watching people compete, you know, as long as like, you know what the intent is, the thing is that some people show up, he goes on to talk about people will show up to an infinite game and they're thinking about it as finite. So like winning at business, right? Like mm. whenever, you know, it's like, can you really like, oh, yeah. and, and he goes into that and he gives all these examples. Like if, if, if people are interested in just go read his book. So I was, I, I started talking to you about that, but. Well, but what's interesting is that you're talking about that and I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, so yes, you can win a race, right? I'm never going to be in contention to win a race. I'm just not. Mm -hmm. It's not my goal either. So um, that's a little freeing. Yeah. But you don't win at runner. Like, I want to just be a runner. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't win at being a runner because that's not my goal, right? Same thing like I don't win at being executive leader (laughs) at my business. I'm a leader. Right. It's not my goal to win. Um, if it's my goal to win, I'm probably 
doing it wrong. Yeah. Your goal is to show up and show up and be generous and, and collaborate lead. And, right? Yeah. yeah. But you made me think of too something that I think you and I have talked about quite a bit is you don't like win at marriage. You don't win at being a parent. Yeah. Right. You don't win at being mom. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because the game isn't that you are trying to be the best and keeping up with the Joneses, right? And I think social media sometimes, maybe this is some of my reluctance to it too, is that sometimes I think everyone thinks everyone else has it figured out, that they're winning and that I'm not, right? right? That they have it figured out and I don't. They found a way to take a family vacation with smiling kids and mine are not. <laughs> right, right. Comparison. Comparison, right? And, and that's finite. Right. And so I think I think there is this thing as you're talking that I think is really an important thing to decipher, that there is this feeling that sometimes what you're doing and how you're living and who you are is an infinite game that you're continuing to show up and be you and work towards what it is you value and you believe in. But you aren't necessarily going to, it's not, well, let me rephrase that. It's not going to be fulfilling to be in a finite game against yourself about being the best mom, the best wife or partner, the best, right? Right. X, Y, or Z. what metric do you base that on? Right. And if you see, I mean, how many conversations have you and I had about different things where I'm like, but Keith, other families take pictures out amongst the fall leaves mm. in matching outfits right. with their dogs. Yeah. So don't we need a dog, a photographer, and autumn leaves for us to be happy <laughs> and to win at this family thing? Right, right. <laughs> right? It's been a while since I felt that from you. Yeah. Thankfully. Yes. But do you know what I mean? Like that, that. Yeah feeling of i don't like that feeling when that happens right that pressure to perform kind of for others right i like and there's nothing wrong it, the, with doing it though if people want to do it do it but do it for you right right don't no. do it because you think you have to do it to win what i just said there is i don't want to perform for others but part of me does i want to perform for others by showing up i want to show up and help people right like make a change for them because i want to make a change right and i want right. people to but then, so right when I said it though, I'm like, oh no, but I, I do want, I want to show up for other people and that's performing, I guess. Like what, the way I think, I think about like going in and playing guitar performing, like that's showing up for people. Right. To share something with people, you know, and, and I, share community with people. You know, I think sometimes people are simply sharing, Yeah. but I think where I get stuck is when I'm interpreting and seeing what everyone else is putting out there and feeling like that means I have to do something different. Yeah. That, and that's, you know what, that's what I was trying yeah. to say. Like when, okay. cause that's what, when you say to me, Hey, we need to go do this, this <laughs> and this and this, I feel that weight of, Oh, I'm not enough. And now you're going to make everybody see me. Like, don't you know, we <laughs> yeah. should be going you feel that weight. to Florida yeah. and take pictures in the airport and then go scuba diving and take pictures there too. Yeah. And then go to Disney and put on our ears together. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong if people are doing no. that. No. That's not, yeah. But your point is. We've been is, to Disney with our ears. Well, my ears. Your on. ears. <laughs> my yeah. ear. I mean. Hats I don't love fit me. <laughs> Disney. I love Disney. That's <sighs> like another little lore tidbit. Everybody knows. You've talked about it a lot. Really? Yes. Well, I haven't talked about it enough. Okay. Because I don't remember. We're, we're going off the rails here. All right. I'm sorry, honey. So what are we trying to talk about here? So we're, what we're talking about. We were talking about gamifying goals. Yeah. And then we were talking about finite versus infinite games. Yeah. And we just talked a little bit about what that looks like when we apply it to lifestyle type things like family, uh, marriage, life. Yeah. I think what I was maybe getting at was like, and I might have already said it, but it's like knowing which arena you're in. Okay. Tell me about what arena, which arena. Am I in a finite game? situation okay or am i in an infinite game situation like i don't want to show up to our relationship thinking of it as a finite game where i need to win 
right? <laughs> right. Like, that think about be, if we're having a dis- we're having great. a disagreement, right? They usually go poorly when one of us is trying to make the other person see why we are right. You know, it's fair. And yeah, so knowing that's what I'm sorry. The I used arena. <laughs> so knowing, it's like what arena are we talking so about? Knowing here? which one and and showing up appropriately for either i think is a key yeah and and i think that i think that's more important than what tactic can i apply to gamify my goal um but it's probably just because i i didn't get that far in the book yet to to know of some of his Uh, awesome the truth comes out i'm just kidding we're working through it so i think one thing that i want to try maybe is to try and figure out what are some ways that I can gamify things that I don't naturally or haven't tried to gamify before. I have a question for you. I just thought of this. Sure. The other day you busted out putting Christmas lights up outside. Oh, I definitely did. How did you do that so fast? (laughs) Okay. Well, um, what was going through your head? You're like, I just got to get this done. I just got to get this done. Or I'm because just doing if I'm this. Gonna put I'm simply doing this. <laughs> no. Like, like, because if I'm going to put Christmas lights up outside, I want to put them up early enough in December that we can actually just, dis- or it's not even December, but yeah. between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I want to put them up early enough. You got to in just in time before it snowed. <laughs> so I did actually, <laughs> so that we can enjoy them for the whole no, month. No, I know. But the reason I, I was able to bust it out is because I knew I had limited time. You were choring when I got home. Yeah. Right? You were doing dishes. Yeah. And I, I came in, I'm like, I'm going to do as many lights as I can. Oh, while I was doing the dishes. Before. You yep, said that. I did. I, I said, I'm going to do as many Christmas lights as I possibly can before you're done with the dishes. Yeah. You and then that, out I went. So you gamified it. There we go. I guess that is gamified. Yeah. See? I totally forgot that you yep. said, because I, I had my AirPods in, and so I was positive. I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like... I'm going to see how many of these things I can do before you're done with the dishes. So you just, you get, wow. You're right. I did actually, didn't I'm I? I'm so obtuse. <laughs> well, so am I. I like had no idea. But I didn't, I mean, I didn't get all the lights I typically do put up. Yeah. But I did enough that. It's festive. It's festive, mm-hmm. right? I didn't get all the stuff out there, but I got quite a bit. Swept the box elder bugs off the sidewalk. So that, I think you just said something that would really apply to what, we talked about last time okay what's that like working towards like getting things done on your project right Mm. you didn't do everything you did what you could get done in an allotted amount of time i did about half of what i typically do yeah so maybe so maybe something to gamify right this since that's kind of what we're talking about Mm. If I was to, because you, you often, once I get home from work and we're like hanging out and doing things, you often have stuff that you are doing. Either you're working on the podcast or you're um, doing dishes or doing laundry or um, listening to a podcast, right? Doing your own self, self uh, yeah, growth Yeah, a lot, a lot of times, like now that you're closer to home from with work. You sometimes get home before I'm ready to stop what I'm doing. Right. So maybe, maybe this is something um, that I could try or I'm willing to try. Maybe I try this for the next week or next two weeks. Right. How long does it take to make a habit? 30 days? I don't even think it's that long. Okay. So maybe something that I do is I, in the evenings, maybe I take a half hour. I set a timer. Something like that, like on my phone, yeah. just a 30 minute timer. What I'm going to do is I'm going to blog, ideate, journal, work through some things, revisit my notes from the how to begin book related to my project, all the stuff. And maybe if I did that every single night for a half hour, that would be quite a bit of time over a week, wouldn't it? Yeah. Three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't want to do it in the morning. And you don't have to. Okay. Well, is that enough of a game, like beating a timer? Yeah. Boy. I mean, I guess, like, well, what games have timers? Scrabble has a timer. I mean, if you pull the timer out on somebody, that's going too slow. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I am going too slow, right? I know. That's the point. You got to yeah. create a constraint. 
Yeah, constraints like are thing, good. Right? There's lots of games that yes. have timers or time pressure. Football, football, hockey. I could keep going soccer or football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I can try that. And then we can see maybe where I can get to. How about you? Are there any things you're thinking about that you can use gamification to help you with your projects and not just like kind of efficiencies in your choring? Yeah, no, no, I need to figure out a way to apply it to some of the stuff I do for the podcast. And it's probably I just need to, what are my splits for the things I'm Mm -hmm. doing, right? Like, how long is this taking me? Sure. Does it really need to take me that long? Was I task switching? You know, did I have something up over here that's drawing my attention when that can Mm -hmm. go away? You know, I'm not quite sure how to gamify it besides seeing, can I do it faster? Yeah. uh, Right now. Because the other thing that comes up when, like, the gamification is, like, things that maybe failed in the past is, like, more focused on what's the reward I get for doing X, Y, or Z, you know? And that's not really, I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus more on accomplishing what I'm setting, the goal, right? Right? Not what I get, you know, after to, like, the treat I get for myself, you know? Yeah. Can I ask you, what is your favorite game? Like board game, video game. What is your favorite game? I'm gonna share mine too. Um, I really do enjoy playing Settlers of Catan. What do you like about it? It's like everything I I liked or thought I liked about Monopoly growing up. It's like a better version of it because it's it's just I don't know. It, I mean, you have to like trade in things, and it's just it's. One of the, it's like, you know, it used to be like a boutique game kind of thing or whatever. Like, it's one of like the newer games that thanks Ty for sharing. He always shares cool games. But yeah, and then you can play with a lot of people. Like the, like, like the kids can play with us. You know, we can, you can expand it and like grandma can come play. And um, I like Scrabble too. And I like playing cards with my parents. But, and that, and the Catan, it also, the board can change. You can change the layout, and so there can be different variations. But I've always just ha- I've had a lot of fun over the last several years whenever we've played that. All right. What that about you? interesting. I like Settlers of Catan, too. I really do. Partially because there's a lot of strategy mm-hmm. involved. Because I'm, I love getting the longest road. Yeah. Gosh, you are just, you double down on that. You and I battle on that. Um, but you kind of need a strategy. Are you going for the biggest army? Are you going for the longest road? Are you trying to hoard all the resources so you're creating your own personal supply? Or what port are you going on? Anyway, there's something that I like about that game with the strategy and moving forward, right? Yeah. I also really love, and this is going to sound so silly, but I'm going to say it anyway, the game Clue. Oh. Like the classic. Yeah. I don't know if you know how much I love Clue. I think we played like 20 years ago. I think we might have played oh, Clue. Oh, gosh. I love that game because you're trying to, it's like a puzzle, right? That's probably why. Everyone knows I love puzzles but at this mm. point. But it's like a puzzle. You're figuring out clues and you're putting it together and it's like, who done it, Right. So that's what I really like about that game is that you're you're piecing it together little by little based on the information that you have. And then the other game that I really like is Cards Against Humanity or Kids Against Humanity or Apples to Apples or any of those sort of games where you have a main card that has a prompt. Oh, that game I like. Uh, we haven't. Which one? We, incoherent. Oh, yeah. It's like kind of tongue twisters. Yeah, where you say it and you have to like try and understand what the other person's saying. There's a spectrum of cards, like where some are like family friendly and then some are not safe for work. You know, and there's a range in between there. But it was a fun little game I saw somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun games. Some of those are fun. And so I think the thing I like about those are you get to be creative. And we, (laughs) so this over the past weekend, we spent a lot of time playing uh, kids against humanity because it was more kid friendly yeah. right but i just love the amount of creativity you can have with it and you're trying to compete and read the other person of what are they going to want to hear so um i will say child one our child one anything related to poop farts anything gross is a no-go <laughs> he will not pick that card 
as the best card. He's too sophisticated now. Apparently. Yes, apparently. He'll be back. But my sister's child one and child two. Much, They're much younger. Oh, those cards are golden. <laughs> I think there is something about being able to read and be creative and be funny and humorous that those games appeal to me. Yeah. So I'm trying to think about what we talked about, the games we like. And is there one thing that you're thinking about? The games that you love, the things you like to play that perhaps you see transferring into your projects? And maybe I can start so I can give you some time. Do you want me to start? Yes. When I think about Clue, I think about Settlers of Catan. I think about the different games where like Apples to Apples or Cards Against Humanity, things like that. I really do think that there is a number of things that I can take and apply to my projects that I feel stuck in, or maybe apply to my goal of running another 5k on the treadmill. But I think one of them is around strategy. I need to figure out what is it that I'm going to focus in on and not focus in on the longest road, the largest army, hoarding of resources, getting a port that's a two to one. What is my focus? I think that's one thing that I'm thinking about from a strategy standpoint. But then I think the other thing is realizing that with Clue, is there a way that I can see how do I unveil the ultimate goal? And so how can I work those small little steps, room to room, the conservatory, the dining room, the whatever, how can I work through all of those stages to keep getting better and knowing more about what the ultimate accusation, <laughs> right, <laughs> of the killer and clue or the actual goal attainment of running the 5K on a treadmill or achieving my goal of that I want to stand up for women leaders? What are those steps and that knowledge that I can gain along the way to make a more focused progress and effort, maybe? So I don't know if that's really gamifying or if it's just lessons from games, but that's what I'm thinking about. How about you? Yeah, well, I think I pull more from like the things that you shared about like apples to apples and and uh, Clue, <laughs> like putting together a story, like all of the a lot of those things you said, and that's what I'm trying to do here. How do I get better at showing up and and sharing with people to help help them? right? Like, how do I communicate better? How do I, you know, marketing is telling a story. So how do I spread what we're doing better? And that's what you're doing in those games is, especially with cards, you're, you're, yeah. you're making connections with people. That's interesting. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. yeah even include, like you are telling a story, right? Yeah. Mr. Mustard in the conservatory with the lead pipe, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you're trying to get to what is that narrative? What mm-hmm. is that story? What is that puzzle put together? Anyway, sorry. I just got really excited. And what resonates with people? You know, I I have to kind of decode that and figure out like, what's the best way for me to share what I'm doing so that it resonates with the people that it's right for. So. Hmm. Like it. We wrap it up. I think we should. Not a hundred percent sure what we all said in there, but there's stuff there. (laughs) So (laughs) we said things. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, same here. So hopefully other people enjoy it too. Yeah. Um, let's move on to recommendations. So this is the part of the show where we talk about what we're reading, listening to, consuming, engaging with that we're finding enjoyable. So Keith, do you have any recommendations? Yep. Uh, to start, I have a couple podcasts I was listening to over the last little while while I was choring. I'm always enjoying... Uh, my friend Owen McGran's podcast, Sondra Union, he came out with a new episode a little bit ago, and I finally got around to listening to it. And I just I love listening to him have conversations with people, and he always has like the coolest people that I wish I was just sitting in the room with them. So yeah, I really enjoyed his last episode, I think episode eight. And then also listen to the podcast from Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's got a podcast called This Little Light, and he interviews creatives and musicians and the one i listened to was with he had john Frusciante on the guitarist of the chili peppers and you get to go kind of a deep dive into john from a young age learning guitar and who his teachers were and how that was and 
just kind of his his journey through learning music and that's kind of what the podcast is about with other people that are on so really enjoyed that and uh really made me just feel good and like wanting to get my guitars out and playing a little more so I, I i try to try to get that kind of stuff going into my ears to to kind of nudge me and i got one more unless it's on your list um go for it we watched uh old dads on netflix <laughs> it, was that bill, was, bill Burr, it was really funny bill burr's new movie or whatever um i was laughing pretty hard <laughs> the whole, it, was a, it was a good comedy and they're like 50 somethings and they yeah. all like have like little kids and <laughs> i'm like oh i'm, I'm glad i was young <laughs> when we started having kids. i'm like yeah i'm like i can't imagine i mean it was it was funny it was a good it was a good comedy for us it's i think it's the the last movie that we've made it through in like one sitting oh wait no no we had two sittings yeah Only it's two. like i fell asleep but yeah yeah you definitely fell i asleep. definitely fell asleep but we got back i mean we two nights and we were we got through it at least so anyway did i, I hopefully i don't know if that was on your list it wasn't on okay. my list, but I did enjoy it. All right. So what about you? So I think the one thing that maybe I'll talk about is I, um, I'd i recommend this time of year, oftentimes we're buying right gifts for other people or things just to show people that we appreciate them. There's lots of holidays going on during this time of year. And so gift giving is often a part of that. Not always, but sometimes. And I spent a lot of time this weekend in just different local shops, either in our community or communities that are nearby and really, really, really enjoyed supporting the different businesses in the community and um, having my sister and my mom and my family with. So, so I would encourage you um, it's, I know it's not a new thing, but shopping small shopping local uh, can be really fulfilling and really make a difference in the lives of individuals that have small businesses and create community in the communities in which you live. So I would recommend that if you're looking for fun, unique gifts, go out in your local community and see what they have to offer. There's often some really amazing things and some treasures that you didn't necessarily know existed, but are there right in your backyard. All right. Awesome. We'll see you next time. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.